You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're tuned into DC's DFS Challenge with Peter and Chris Pinto. Live on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And how are we doing tonight on Saturday night, October 3rd? We got the DC DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, WWSRN, also presented to you by Belly Up Sports. I am your host, Dan Maynard. Follow along with my partner, Mr. Christopher Pinto. Chris, how are we doing tonight? Doing good, looking good. Oh, Chris, your mic is muted. There we go. Rookie As everyone who listened last week knows, I'm a noob. So, one, October 3rd is great, Dan. Not only in Texas, but all over the world if you watch Mean Girls. But also, October 3rd was the day that my wife got her braces off decades ago. But it's a great day for us here in Texas because we went to a pumpkin patch today. It was awesome. It was fun. It felt normal, excluding the masks. Well, you know, yeah, that's nice. It's fall time. Yeah, we got we got uh, we took our nephew and niece to a pumpkin patch pretty soon. I know a lot of people are doing that. Got to carve up the pumpkins. I got to decorate actually for Halloween, even though it might might get canceled, but we'll still do something in the front yard there a little bit. We had a lot of fantasy news come out today, um, and usually Too this much. show, of course, is surrounded by DFS. It's surrounded by sports betting bets. Of course, we're going to have the great Mister Chaz Flardy on later on in the show to talk about the sports betting. Uh, for the week that we what we like a lot this week. And we're also going to talk about our September giveaway because we are going to announce a winner from our DFS DC's Challenge tournament on DraftKings. We have two eligible contestants because we had two people besides Chris and myself who won in the month of September. So we're going to pick those names out of a hat and we'll let you know who won that. And of course, the October giveaway starts today, starts this week. So if you go ahead, you check us out on social media at Billy Up Fantasy, you'll be able to click on that link is shared with this video. Chris is going to be sharing that momentarily and you'll be able to click on that and join the tournament and play to try to become eligible for $100 to championshipfootballs.com run by Chaz Flaherty with a lot of great sports memorabilia to choose from. So we have that going on. Of course, we got the September giveaway today. So we're very excited for that. Typically speaking, we would jump into sharing our lineup cards right away, but I do want to take a few minutes because we have to address what was going on this morning. We have to address the Patriots and the Chiefs postponement. They're hoping, they're hoping for Tuesday, but that's only if, only if no one else tests positive between now and then. So we do not know. What is going to happen if they do test positive and they wind up moving the game? Well, it's going to be the same thing as the Titans and the Steelers. It will effectively become a bye week. Now, I know it's awful for fantasy purposes that you're finding out that you're going to be on a bye week the day before all these games are supposed to kick off. And I get that and I understand that. But you you knew when you played fantasy football this year that this was going to be a risk. This is the era in which we are living in at the moment. So you have to be able to adjust on the fly. The unfortunate part is I don't think it matters what app, what platform you play on. If these guys are postponed, they will not be ruled out. Therefore, you're not going to be able to put these guys on IR with the exception of Cam Newton because he was already ruled out for this week. So you're going to have to take that into consideration too. You're going to have to be able to do the best with what you can. The silver lining here is that there's going to be at least, if not more, half the teams in your league are going to be affected by this. 
So will it be an unfair advantage for that very few teams that might be able to swing by without having had a Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Patriots player? Uh, a select few, probably. But that's going to be part of it. And you know what? They might not be out of the woods before this is all over either. This is the first outbreak that we're having. It may not be the last. So just keep in mind, that's why you have to be diligent on your waiver wires. That's why you have to follow us uh, at Belly Up Fantasy. You have to follow us at Belly Up MDFF Show because we're going to keep you up to date on everything you need to do and what are the top pickups out there to try to help out your lineups. The big piece of advice I do want to give you guys is do not panic. Don't just turn around and trade Derrick Henry or trade Janu Smith or trade Tyree Kill or trade Patrick Mahomes away because you're worried about what are they going to be able to do come next week. Stand pat, stand strong. This league this year is going to throw you so many curveballs that you have to kind of stay even keel throughout of it and just try to do the best that you can to have as much depth as you can i wanted to give all the people out there that fantasy advice because there's a lot up in the air right now and people want to win their leagues and it's going to be increasingly tough with this stuff going on chris do you have anything to add to that you're 100 right about all of that dan i mean we had a conversation today in our slack chat about what we should do what other leagues are doing and you know like you said this is fancy football. And I think I said it, I'm going to use less choice words, but like you signed up to play fancy football. You got to roll. You got to pivot. You have to be better than the next man and you have to work hard. You can't just assume that your draft is going to win you everything. This isn't a participation league. You got to work. And we're here to help you do that. Follow Dan, follow me, follow belly up fantasy. And uh, we'll help you get there. Yeah. Exactly, Chris. So we're gonna get you to all right. And for now, this might be the best time to play DFS. This might be the best time to try to take advantage and win some money. So we are gonna go ahead and get into our regularly scheduled content right here, right now. Chris, what is your draft? I'm alone, guys. That's fine. Okay, Dan wanted me to go over my card lineup for uh, DraftKings. I'll move into that when Dan comes back. We'll go into FanDuel uh, as well. Dan, are you back? I believe I am. Had a little hiccup there for half a second. You're good. Uh, did that cut me off? I'll just restart. I'll go into my DraftKings lineup like you wanted me to. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet unlike last week, right? So this week, man, one of the highest scoring games is the Detroit Lions-New Orleans Saints game. I built my lineup around this game. My quarterback is Matthew Stafford. Uh, my running back one is Alvin Kamara, and I paired Matthew Stafford with Kenny Galladay. I mean, are any cornerbacks for the New Orleans Saints playing this week? Not anyone that I can name. All the, the first three starters are all out. Yeah. So Stafford is going to have a heyday. Galladay paired with him is going to eat anyone's lunch. Um, the three starters that did start, though, geez, they allowed 20 points to wide receivers and allowed – uh, what was it, like three straight quarterbacks to have 20-point fantasy finishes? So Matthew Stafford's going to have a heyday. Uh, Kenny Galladay's going to have a heyday. On the opposite side of that, like Dan has taught me, I'm going to pair these guys up with Alvin Kamara, who is my, I think maybe Dan's as well, running back one for the week. Um, yeah. The dude's just, he's going to get everything. There's no Michael Thomas. Yeah, this could be a Traquan Smith week, but Alvin Kamara's going to get the workload. You got to go with the guys with the workload, right? Moving on to that, I'm always going to get my guy Zeke. I'm going to try to fit him in there just because he's such a workhorse. And against the Browns, I mean, geez. The running backs that have played the Browns, Antonio Gibson, Mark Ingram, and uh, Joe Mixon, 
They scored pretty decently, close to 16 or 17 points in PPR format. And those guys aren't the same level as Zeke right now. Yeah, exactly. Zeke's elite, man. He's going to eat the Browns up, and it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I'm going to hashtag Billy Witt, one of our writers at Belly Up Fantasy, who gave me this piece of information that I got to stick into my DFS lineup is Devontae Parker, wide receiver for the uh, Dolphins, right? Huge workload against the Seattle Seahawks, who have not been extremely good against wide receivers, and they're allowing a lot of points. Uh, Devontae Parker should eat this week just because of his workload. Uh, you can follow us and all that stuff. I'll put his stats out later. Um, and then my, I, he was a sleeper, but I wanted to get him in my lineup because Dan, I've been in the top five every week, but I have not come close to victory. This guy's going to get me to victory. It's Hunter Renfro, $4,600 on DraftKings, man. The dude's going to score a touchdown. He's going to do it against Buffalo. I mean, the Buffalo defense has allowed so much work to the slot. Jamison Crowder, Isaiah Ford, and Cooper Cup have eaten these guys' lunch in the slot. Hunter Renfro, same caliber type of guy, maybe not as high level as Cooper Cup, but I'm going to get him there. And then my tight end of the week, I had, same guy as last week, just because of his workload, is Logan Thomas from the Washington Redskins. The Baltimore Ravens have You're allowed – You're dying with that one, huh? I'm going to do it. It would have been funny if I had CeeDee Lamb in here because that's the dude that I've been riding or dying with. But, yeah, Logan Thomas, you can call him my ride or die tight end just because 27 targets against the Ravens and 21 of them have been completed by tight ends. The dude is – he's got a score. I'm just saying, if, if, I, if I bet it all on black, it would be right here, right now, on <laughs> Logan Thomas. Uh, and then in my flex, I've got Kenyon Drake. The dude against Carolina should do very well and have a good workload. The one stat I have on Kenyon Drake, or I guess it's more for Carolina, is they've allowed almost 1.5 PPR points to running backs. And Kenyon Drake has had no less than, like, what, 20 opportunities per game? He's like Joe Mixon. He's going to get that workload. He's got that set volume. And I'm going to go with that in my flex for that 6000 bucks. And then I got to be a homer at least one time for this, right, Dan? I'm going to go with the Houston Texans versus the Minnesota Vikings is my deal. Kirk Cousins is going to throw so many interceptions. Ugh. <laughs> nah. yeah. Look, you're paying down for a defense. You never know what's going to happen. Cousins does have the proneness to throw the interceptions. Logan Thomas one. I don't, I can't touch anybody in this Washington football club. They are about to run into a buzzsaw against Baltimore coming Ball off of that Monday lice loss. <laughs> so I, I just really worry about that, especially if Terry McLaurin doesn't play, which is a possibility now too. Uh, you can make the argument that maybe that adds extra volume. I would make the argument that there's no way he's ever going to get open. <laughs> I don't you're, know. You're not wrong. Forth, I understand what your line of reasoning is there. <laughs> well, we have, we do have some similarities. Uh, some of them being that we have, we both have Alvin Kamara. He is my number one guy against Detroit. No Michael Thomas. Uh, he's probably going to get double digit targets again because of that. He's just playing unreal right now. It's between him and Zeke Elliott, in my opinion, who's going to be the RB1 as of this moment for this season. And against Detroit, you got to love the matchup. And at $8,000, that's really pretty cheap for a top running back this week. So it's kind of a no-brainer to go with. I also did go with Kenyon Drake as well, $6,000 there, like you said. 
we're on the same page on that too. He's continuing to get 20 carries. He's going to go off at some point. He's going to get in the end zone at some point. I cannot imagine that he is going to go through this two-week period against Detroit last week, against Carolina this week, without coming out with a touchdown somehow, some way. So I do expect him to go off in this game. So those are the two that we are the same on. Now, where I mostly built this lineup of was the core of I paid down for the stack this week. I went Ryan Fitzpatrick at 5,400. I went Devontae Parker at 5,700. Seattle has nobody left in that secondary. Jamal Adams isn't going to play. They're going to have to put up a ton of points. And Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins offense in general played a very good game against Buffalo, who has a much better defense a week ago. So I expect him to be able to move the football. Parker did not re-aggravate the hamstring injury, so he should be closer to 100% this week than he has been in a while. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is a guy who can throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, especially when the matchup is right and the volume is going to be there in this game. You can think what you want about Miles Gaskin. He's not going to be the leader of this offense. So I expect big things out of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker when I saw that you could pay down at 5,400 for Fitzpatrick and 5,700 for that stack it became a no-brainer because it opens everything up else up in your lineup. It allows me to go Keenan Allen at $6,500, who playing with Justin Herbert right now, they're running that Phillip Rivers offense, which means Keenan Allen, even in a tough match against Tampa Bay, is guaranteed double-digit targets without a doubt. Carlton David does not follow into the slot. That's where Keenan Allen's going to mostly line up out of. Mike Williams is going to be out for this game. You're going to see a lot of Austin Eckler. You're going to see a lot of Keenan Allen as far as the target share goes. I do believe the Chargers are going to have to come back from behind and play a little bit of garbage time in this game as well. So I love the floor and, of course, the ceiling that comes with a guy who can get double-digit targets like a Keenan Allen. And then, yeah. I went Kenny. I don't know if you said Kenny Galladay or breaking up a little bit there, but I did go Kenny Galladay myself. Six thousand dollars as my third wide receiver. No Marshawn Lattimore came back last week, scores a touchdown. I don't see why this isn't going to be a back and forth type of game. This has the makings of being a little bit of a shootout game. Kenny Galladay all the way should I think he, very confident he's going to score you a touchdown. Very confident this is the game that he gets over hundred yards, welcoming himself to twenty twenty. So where I was able to do all this is I was able to pay down a tight end. And I paid all the way down a tight end. I went with Adam Troutman at $2,500. He's going to be starting for Jared Cook. <laughs> he may not get many targets, but he has just as good a shot as any sleeper tight end out there to fall in the end zone once or twice in this game. Somebody else besides Alvin Kamara is going to have to score. I liked Adam Troutman a lot coming out of college. I think there's a decent chance he could actually fall into the end zone. And that's all I need him to do is fall in the end zone once for the rest of this lineup to really be able to work. And at $2,500, I'm going to roll the dice on that. And my flex position, I had to do it. I went Daryl Henderson, 5,800 against the Giants. He is going to get all the work. Cam Makers is out again this week. The biggest thing that I liked about Daryl Henderson going into this game, not besides the fact that Cam Makers is out, is also because last week he received goal line carries. That means Malcolm Brown is not the pitch and hold goal line guy. That means Daryl Henderson, when they get in close, he's going to actually be given the opportunity to get carries within close. If that's going to be the case, you're going to give me a guy that has a good chance to get 20 carries in this game against the New York Giants and be able to score. I am all about it for Daryl Henderson. Last but not least, I don't normally like to do this, but I couldn't see how I could avoid it. And that was going with the Baltimore Ravens at 4,000, paying up for the top defense of the week. Again, like I mentioned to Chris, I just think there's going to be a buzzsaw. They may or may not have Terry McLaurin. They definitely don't have Steven Sims. 
I Dwayne Haskins has thrown an interception so far in every single game this season. He's likely to do for a couple more interceptions in this game, as well as being harassed throughout the game. I see a pissed off Baltimore Ravens team coming into this game. Give me all of the Ravens in this matchup. Give me that defense, that 4,000. I'm paying up for the top defense in that one. I feel pretty good about this team overall. So what we're going to do now is switch over. Chris, we're going to kick it back to you. You're going to give us your FanDuel lineup card for us right here. Yeah, for sure. So FanDuel, you know, the like Dan has mentioned earlier previous on previous episodes, the, the, the money works a little bit different. You get a little bit more. So I kept my lineup pretty much the same, and I went down with Matthew Stafford, QB19, uh, Alvin Kamara, the running back one right now, uh, Zeke Elliott, the running back three. I did go Kenny Galladay. He's the wide receiver eight, but he's only played one game, and he is lights out at six, six, seven for 59 on 49 snaps. Went Devontae Parker, the wide receiver 31, uh, played 145 snaps, so super solid. Going to go off this game, uh, like Billy Witt has said. Hunter Renfro kept him as well. Logan Thomas, where I changed it, though, was my flex. I uh, upgraded Kenny and Drake, and you could call it an upgrade if you want or not. Uh, our lead writer, Ryan Hicks, and I, along with Billy, have talked about this guy, CEH, man, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I plugged him in for $7,400 on FanDuel. I mean, he's a weapon for sure against, you know, a Cam Newton well- here's the thing about that. I'm pretty sure you might need to update your lineup there, Chris, because I'm pretty sure they took out all of the Patriot and chiefs players. Oh, did they? Yeah. I'm pretty positive. Both Fandle and DraftKings had made all the Patriots and chiefs players uh, ineligible for the contest. I can understand why he's in there. He did this earlier in the week. Yeah. So So like I mentioned earlier, I went to a pumpkin patch today. So all of my stuff, I came back to my phone and there was like 350 notifications on Twitter you were messaging me. Mike was messaging me, and my wife was happy. So you got to go with your wife, right? If she's happy, you're okay. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. But this is actually this sure. is actually a good point for everybody out there. Is that if you did your lineups earlier in the week, go back and check them because if you have any Chiefs or Patriot players, you're going to need to take them out because they're not going to be eligible uh, to play in that contest. But continue with the rest of your Fanduel oh, lineup. You're fine. So then, uh, excluding CH, you know, at the same price point, I guess I'm going to have to pay down on somebody and get someone out of my lineup for that tomorrow. And I'll probably go Josh Jacobs in this matchup. Uh, I'm a Josh Jacobs homer, man. I've been on this guy for a couple of years or for at least two years in the NFL and then his last year at Alabama. So I'll go Josh Jacobs in FanDuel just because I feel like I don't have his stats in front of me, but he's going to be a top five running back this weekend. He's going to be pissed off after uh, they finished with New England last year or last week. So I'll go Josh Jacobs in FanDuel. Yeah, I mean, I like that a lot, too, because the Buffalo Bills have not been as stout against the runs we've expected them to at this point. And if there's going to be no Henry Ruggs, there's going to be no Brian Edwards, they're going to have to lean on Renfro and Waller as far as the passing attack goes. They're going to have to lean on Josh Jacobs to be the one running the offense, really. So I do like that uh, quite a bit for Jacobs moving uh, forward. And that, that was everybody in your lineup, right? That's correct. Now we need your fan to line up. We do. So... The places that I stayed the same, I'll just run through that. I stayed the same with Adam Troutman. I stayed the same with Baltimore Ravens. I stayed the same with Daryl Henderson. And then everywhere else is kind of where I switched it up at. So when FanDuel, I decided I wanted to pay up for the stack this week. But instead of just paying up for a stack, I'm looking at it, and I was like, you know what? I got to go with the trio. And the trio is Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. 
with Chris Carson banged up <laughs> and Carlos Hyde banged up, even though I don't think Seattle is going to have to necessarily throw the ball down the field the entire time in order to beat Miami, they might have to just due to these guys being a little bit limited because of their health status at the moment. So because of that, and I have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf both inside my top 10 for this week anyway. They were surprisingly affordable. Tyler Lockett is 7,500. DK Metcalf is 6,900. The only person you really have to break the bank for is Russell Wilson at 9,000. If you pay up for that, it could wind up being a contrarian trio. And I'm going to go with that. Both of these guys have the potential. We saw the last couple of weeks to go over 100 yards and both get touchdowns. There's nothing to stop them from that. And you love this matchup against Miami, who's improved secondary, frankly, hasn't improved very much. And that's kind of been the case. And I do believe, because I had Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker in the DraftKings lineup, that the Dolphins will be able to do enough offensively to have to keep Seattle aggressive throughout all four quarters. So that means you're going to have the volume that you're looking for in a trio like that. Not something I do very often, but something I felt compelled to do this particular week. And at running back, I could have went Alvin Kamara again, but I decided I wanted to switch it up a little bit. I needed me some Dalvin Cook against the Houston Texans this week. He had his big breakout for 2020 last week. I don't, Houston's definitely a team you want to take advantage of as far as the run game goes. I expect big things out of Dalvin Cook this week for sure at $8,700. Kind of get to pay up a little bit without, and he might be a little bit good train and play because most people who are paying up at the running back position, they're going to go for Alvin Kamara, who's only $100 more. He's only $8,800 on, on FanDuel. So you kind of go with Dalvin Cook here to kind of mix it up and be a little bit different. The other guy I went with, and this is going to be my make or break. He's going to depend on whether I actually make money on FanDuel or not. And I'm going with the guy. He's top 10 in targets. He's top 10 in air yards, but he's kind of disappointed to this point. And that's A.J. Green at $5,700 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people I keep hearing talking about, oh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they played more snaps. They ran more routes last week. A.J. Green was matched up on Darius Slay. I didn't expect A.J. Green to get targeted that much. I didn't expect A.J. Green to have a big game against Darius Slay. This is a Jacksonville team that I expect them to be able to take advantage of. It's also going to be a sneaky little shootout in its own right because you got these two teams that have some offensive weapons and very questionable defenses at best. So it may not be the high flyer of some of these other games that we expect shootouts from, but I do expect this game to be pretty high scoring in the high 20s, and I like it a lot as far as... AJ Green goes. I can expect I the one thing that I will say this, and I, I talked about this on my show on the MD's Fantasy Football Show uh, at 12 o'clock to 1:30 on Thursdays and Fridays on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And I talked about how I expected AJ Green to get targeted a bunch in this game. Even last week when they went into overtime and he's matched up on Darius Slay, Joe Burrow still wanted to go to him in that first drive in overtime. If all things being equal. When given the opportunity, Joe Burrow wants to go to A.J. Green. That is what he has made absolutely clear through the first three weeks. He's going to knock off the rust. He's getting a little bit back and more in game shape. This A.J. Green, that is, at $5,700, he still has that big potential because the volume should be there. And then I went to the other side for my flex. I went on the other side of the ball, and I, went, I picked up D.J. Chark. $6,800, put him in the flex. I talked about this last week. The biggest thing I took out of that Thursday night game where the Jaguars got demolished was that they need DJ Chark for all the other offensive pieces to fall into place. I know his targets have been disappointing to this point, but he is 100% healthy coming off the chest and back issue heading into this matchup. He practiced in full. I'm not worried about that. And I expect them to welcome him back with a big target load in this game in a matchup that he should be able to take advantage of. So that actually winds up being my FanDuel lineup this week. Like I said, it's going to come down to AJ Green. 
So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back on the other side. We're going to give our sleepers, and then we're going to try to get Chaz Filardi of Sports Betting Weekly in here so we can give you our bets of the week and announce our September giveaway for the DC's DFS Challenge Tournament. Stay tuned after this. It's the World Wide Sports Radio Network. This is DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And welcome back, everybody. You are listening to the DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, WWSRN, also presented by Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Dan Mater, accompanied here by my friend, Chris Pinto. And we're gonna what we're gonna do real quick is we're gonna give our two sleepers for DraftKings, our two sleepers for FanDuel, and then we're gonna go ahead and get Chaz Flardy in here. He's already in the waiting room, getting ready to go. So we're gonna be good to go after that. So, Chris, why don't you go ahead and run down your two DraftKings sleepers for us this week that didn't make your lineup? So the two DraftKings sleepers that didn't make my lineup are going to be one Antonio Gibson for forty five hundred dollars. The dude is going to score a touchdown this week. He's going to get you where you need to go. The defense that he's playing against is not going to be able to bottle him up as most defensive has. So Antonio Gibson, get him in your lineup. And then also, sneaky play, right? Super cheap, J.K. Dobbins. Texas guy. Everyone knows that I love me some J.K. Dobbins. But for his prize point, they're – the Baltimore Ravens are going to literally crush the Washington football team, and J.K. is going to be a part of it. He's already had a career-high touchdown rating of two, career rushing rating. What, what's next for this kid, right? He's uh, also receptions. He's going to put it all together against the Washington football team, and he's going to score you some money. So those are my two guys for DraftKings, Gibson Dobbins. Ye- yeah, I really like the Dobbins pick. There's a good chance that he does get some garbage time run. I'm This game is going to tell us a lot about this Baltimore Ravens backfield because a lot of people are trying to figure out what do you do? Who do you play? You want to play somebody. You have to lean towards Mark Ingram. He's still playing the most snaps out of all of them if, if you're playing it from a redraft perspective. But to your point, you're playing DFS. You want to take a shot on the tournament. D.K. Dobbins might – they keep if they keep finding themselves frustrated the way that they were against Kansas City last week, he has the more dynamic talent. He has the more explosive capabilities. I do question how much longer will it be before Dobbins winds up becoming the guy in there. I think this game is going to be very telling as to what the Ravens plan on doing over the next few weeks, at least getting right moving forward. So I like that pick a lot with J.K. Dobbins. Not so much Antonio Gibson. I'm staying away from all Washington players against Baltimore this week. But I understand where you're going from with that because he is very cheap. My two DraftKing guys this week, Unfortunately, I hate this player, but it's got to be Ronald Jones at $4,700. There's going to be no Leonard Fournette. Uh, There's going to be no Chris Godwin. There's going to be no Scotty Miller. So he's going to be involved in the passing game. He's going to have some targets. He's probably going to have at least 18 carries against the Chargers team. I do expect Tampa Bay to be leading for most of this game. So you got to give Ronald Jones there $4,700. He's looking at a bell cow type workload. Yes, LaShawn McCoy might get mixed in to some degree, but I'm not going to be too worried about it overall. And then my second, my second DraftKings guy is Brandon Cooks at $4,500. Uh, 
Will Fuller is technically not on the injury report anymore. He is full practice Friday, but he's been popping on and off the injury report with a hamstring issue ever since last week's game. We know it's only a matter of time before he goes down to a soft tissue injury. And against the Minnesota Vikings, this is a get-right game for the Houston Texans offense. All Everybody could eat. Deshaun Watson could have a big game. Will Fuller could have a big game. Brandon Cooks could have a big game. And David Johnson could have a big game right now with the way the Minnesota Vikings defense is playing at the moment. So I'm going to take my chances there with Brandon Cooks at $4,500 only and think that he's got a good shot at giving me a nice return. And no one's really looking his way because Will Fuller is healthy at the moment. So I'd rather play Brandon Cooks there. Go ahead and give me your two for FanDuel. So for FanDuel, I got to mark off Brandon Cooks. You already talked about him. But I'll go David Moore. And then in the same game as Brandon Cooks, Jordan Aikens, tight end, right? David Moore gets all or he gets a huge chunk of Russell Wilson's red zone looks. Uh, He was actually leading the team leading up into this week. And then Jordan Aikens, man, this game is going to be pretty fun to watch. Uh, Both 0-3 teams, Vikings, Texans, both teams are going to want to win this game huge. And Jordan Aikens is going to score at least once in this game. So I'm going to go Aikens and more for fans. I like Aikens a lot. He was somebody that I contemplated going as a sleeper tight end before I went decided to go lower, go with Adam Troutman. But I do like that Aikens pick quite a bit. Uh, one of my sleepers I can't really talk about too much because you already have him in quite a few of your lineups, and that's Hunter Renfro, $5,300 on, on FanDuel, just because of the volume that it's going to have to come him and Darren Waller's way with nobody else really being open. So instead of talking about him too much, I do want to talk about David Montgomery at $5,800. I expect him to be a little bit more involved in the past game, especially coming off a week of game planning for it. Do I expect Cordell Patterson to play a little bit? Yeah, I do. But David Montgomery is going to have a bell cow workload in this matchup. I do like the matchup. I like the price tag at $5,800. You're not going to find that price tag on too many running backs who are in store for his type of workload, which could be 20 plus touches on FanDuel especially. So I will like to take that up have the high volume. If he falls into the end zone, he's going to be a high-end RB2 with the volume that he's receiving. So that's my second uh, sleeper there for FanDuel. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a really quick break, come back on the other side. Chaz Filardi, we got him in the waiting room. Sports Betting Weekly, we're going to announce our winner. We're going to talk about our bets for the week and get you guys on the path to making money in week four. We will be right back after this. This is DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And we are back. The DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, WWSRN, also presented by Belly Up Sports. I told you it'd be a quick break. We're here with myself, your host, Dan Mater. We're here with our other host, Chris Pinto. And we're also here with a great guest, Chaz Filardi of Sports Betting Weekly. Chaz, can you hear us? I cannot see your screen, actually, at the moment. Oh, I, yeah, you're good to me. Can you hear me? Go. Yeah, I, you're loud and clear now, and I got you on my screen now, so we're all we're all good to go. How are you doing today? How are you making out? Well, it's funny because I, I took a nap today, and I complained that my wife has way too many pillows, and you can't move the pillows unless you're making the bed. I don't want to make the bed. And then I saw Chris's wife's bed, and I thought, I'm okay. Dude, <laughs> so comfy. Straight up California king on them, boys. You can't beat it. Yeah. No, no. I, I, it's totally different. You know, we normally in offices and stuff like that, but my wife works for Texas A&M, so we got a lot of her stuff here. It's all over the house. This is the best place for me, at least, where it looks at least like I'm a human. So, 
when at you least have you guys dogs, get to stay at home. I got to do all this from the truck. <laughs> yeah, when, when you have dogs that sleep with you, you need a California king. Otherwise, they ruin your night. I mean, oh, absolutely. I like to starfish. I'm just a big starfish guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Good for you. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chaz, before we go ahead and get to the bets, everyone has been waiting for us to announce who the winner is going to be for the DC's DFS Challenge, the $100 giveaway to your website, thechampionshipfootballs.com. Uh, Chris, I believe he has a hat with two names on it because we had two eligible contestants. Remember, in order to become eligible, you have to join the DC's DFS Challenge tournament on DraftKings. That's, the link is on the uh, video feed that you are watching now or listening to if you go to at Belly Up Fantasy. And you can join that. And you have to beat both Chris and I. You have to beat everybody. You have to come in first place for that week and you become an eligible contestant for the month because it's a monthly giveaway. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut back to Chris real quick. Chris, you are going to pick a name out of the hat, and then Chaz is going to tell you what he's going to do with you from there. Sounds good, Dan. So normally I'm wearing this hat. I've got some names in this hat right now. And we're picking Brian Alvin Kamara, A.K. Brian Al A. Killian, I believe is his name. Yeah, Brian A. Killian, eighty-six. At least that was his username on DC's DFS Challenge Tournament. You are the winner for the hundred-dollar giveaway for the month of September. The first winner of the DC's DFS Challenge giveaways, and you're gonna go, Chaz. Go ahead, tell him. You know, you're gonna get with his details and how you're gonna send it to him and everything, so everybody knows for next time. Yeah, well, you know, they just reach out to us. We'll take care of them. All right, excellent, excellent. So we're going to get with Brian A. Kelly. We're going to get him hooked up with Chaz, and then we're going to get you squared away from there. $100 to championshipfootballs.com. Remember, again, the October giveaway starts this week. Make sure you sign up on the link on DraftKings. You can also just search it, DC's DFS Challenge Tournament, and then you can also try to give your hand to see if you can beat Chris and I and beat everybody and become an eligible contestant. So now that we have that out of the way, we're going to dive into what Chaz has in store for us as far as his picks on the week. Remember, Chaz loves to do team tolls and loves creative ways to be able to win. Frozen at the moment. Chaz, can you hear Chris, can you hear me? You're frozen a little bit. That's fine. I got this, Chaz. One thing real quick. Here we go. Oh, Real quick, Chaz, did you win anything from the TCU-Texas game today? Please tell me you did. You know, I did not. I oh, did not. no! No, but I did. I did. If I remember correctly, I did. I think I did an open parlay with the second half over. Okay. And it hit, but it hit the number right on the nose. Right. But open parlays, I'm not sure if we talked about open parlays yet. We have not yet. That's where, and not every book does them, but the joinuwager.com that I recommend, they do it. You can make a choice now and fill it in later. Oh, so wow. I have, I have a parlay open with that, but it hit right on the number. It hit 30, so it was a push. But the, you know what? I'm really watching college football very tentatively because – they're kids. It's all messed up, and they're playing like it. You're 100% right about that. They are playing like that, for sure. But now, we, we have – this is our third time talking. Every single time, 
I've gotten off the show. I've won a bet that I made. So I bet the team total over Clemson for 41 and a half. Oh, when I came, when I came out, it was 24. So I want you guys to wish me luck again because you've been giving me luck. Absolutely. Hopefully we can keep Goodbye. that streak going. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. yes. All right. I don't know what's going on. We're just having some technical difficulties today, but we're pushing through it. Uh, so I got cut off a little bit there, but did we get to uh, did Chaz start going through uh, his team total bets that he wants to do? Not yet. Not until you announced him. All right. Well, let's, let's get into that then. Awesome. I didn't miss anything. Okay. Now we do realize that what I did last week, 12 and two is not a normal situation. Not normal, with you, normal people, but you're not normal people, <laughs> That puts a lot of pressure on me, gentlemen. I don't handle <laughs> pressure well. <laughs> well, look, we're here. We keep giving them strong advice, and that's what you've been doing. And we'll play the high probabilities, and sometimes you just catch a hot streak like you're on right now. And part of it is just you see what you think is going to happen and it happens. And sometimes it doesn't. But the best part about winning early is you don't have to deal with the second half. You don't have to do any live action unless you think live action is something that's ready to go. So sometimes uh, an example, I, if I'm on a side, the team, then I might do live action on the total, the over under, depending on what I'm watching. No, it's a good tip. It's a good advice. So what are some of the ones you're looking at this week? Well, we're doing the same thing now. We won, we, we haven't hit a parlay yet. So we're treating the parlays the same way we always do. They get a quarter unit play, but at 12 to one, a quarter unit times is, is like hitting four winners. So we'll take it, but we've got, I'm going to run them down for you. We've got Baltimore, the team total over. We've got over New Orleans, Detroit. Okay. We have Arizona and the Arizona team total over. We have over in the Seattle game. We have both of the team totals over. So the Seattle game is a six bets a game play for us. We will have three bets in the first half, three bets in the second half. We have Dallas team total over. We have the Rams and we have the Rams team total over and we have Green Bay. Now, I, I have these all locked up. And they're ready from like Friday on, but they don't come out of the closet until I come on your show. No one, no one gets these, but you guys. I love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. So any opinions? So, I mean, those are all, a couple of those blew my mind, Jazz, obviously, because uh, I'm not on your caliber, but, you know, two of my locks, if I can go into that, Dan, uh, were – being a homer from Texas, the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Those are my two locks of the week. Uh, smashing the over, obviously, but I'm going to go with the go with them as my locks. And then for my upsets, obviously being a homer, I'm going to go with the Texans over the Vikings. It's only what minus four. That uh, yeah, I skipped right over that game minus four and a half. Uh, I saw yeah. everybody saying about Houston how bad they are. You know, if they're playing an 0-3 team and they're 0-3, there's too many other plays for me. I do that quite often. I look at a game and I say simply, not with my money. What about with yeah. Chris's that's, that's money? That's a close pick With your money, you've got to do it. I would never, ever tell anybody what to do with their money unless they join sportsbettinglessons.com and they ask me. 
plug that one more time? Sportsbettinglessons.com because it's not always who you bet. Sometimes it's how you bet. Love it. Love it. Now we're setting, we're hitting 75% of the straight bets we've given out for you guys. Now that's not, you know, if you're hitting, you know, seven out of 10, that's great. Don't get me wrong. But that's three straight weeks now. We're talking about, you know, sooner or later, if you maintain a high percentage of anything, it's hard to hit that number because the relativity is so high and you got a large right. sample. So we're going to just keep trying to hit winners. Just keep hitting winners. Yeah, we're going to just keep giving the probabilities. Well, I really like I really like the Green Bay over team total. That game, that I mean, you could bet it could be a sixty-five point line. And I think I still might bet the over in that particular game. That's just how crazy scoring I expect that Monday night game to be. So I'm totally with you on that one. And now that we have you here, let's go ahead, Chris. Why don't you give us your two lock bets of the week and Chaz can tell us what he thinks about those. Yeah. Uh, so the two lock bets, Chaz. I think we, we discussed this just a second ago, but the Cowboys and the Seahawks, those are my two locks. And then um, I think you agree with me on those. My two upsets, though, the Texans that we talked about. But then also, I'm going to go out of nowhere, right? Maybe not out of nowhere, but the Las Vegas Raiders. They're, I mean, come on, right? Texans, Raiders, upsets. That's not that bad, right, Chaz? No, no. Uh, you know, Buffalo's a pretty good team, but the Raiders are playing really, really good. And remember, he's a great coach. And he Gruden he, is amazing. And they stunk. They stunk last year. So he's got a year under his belt with these guys. Yeah, I mean, and, and the Bills defense hasn't been that phenomenal right now. Josh Allen has been amazing, right? A quarterback one almost. But I mean, come on, right? You got Darren Waller, you got <laughs> Josh Jacobs, the Raiders. I'm going to go with them. Uh, Dan, what do you have? Are you are you taking the Raiders plus the three and a half or outright? I am. Plus the three and a half. I'm on the opposite side of you. I'm taking the Bills minus three and a half as my lock bet of the week at a minus 105 money line. To me, that is too close of a game. I don't think these two teams are that close to each other when it comes to talent and the way they've been playing all on the field. I think the Bills coming into this game are, one, much healthier and two, Josh Allen is playing on fire. There's nothing on the Raiders defense that makes me think they're going to be able to slow down this Buffalo Bills offense in any kind of way. So being that they're going to give me because I mean the Bills are on the road, so I get why the line is so close. But if you're going to give me a minus three and a half, and that's it with the Bills, I'm going to take them at the minus 105 stat line with the way they have been playing as of late. And being that they're much healthier than the Raiders are heading into this matchup. So that's my one lock bet of the week. My second one is the Ravens at 14 and a half. And I normally do not like to bet a line that has that high of a point total. But at minus 14 and a half, this could be minus 20. I think I would still take the Ravens over Washington Football Club in this week. Keep talking about that. We talked about in the DFS section of this show. I just expect this to be a blood salt, a bloodbath. The Washington Football Club is going into this very banged up. If Terry McLaurin sits, I don't know offensively what they're going to be able to do in this game. I expect the Ravens to get right in this game after coming off of that Monday night loss. So I'm going to take them at minus 14 and a half for that minus 105 money line myself. My upset pick of the week, I only have one. And I'm not going to bang on the table like I did last week because that burned me when I took the Giants in the upset pick. They would go outright against the 49ers. Didn't think that they wouldn't even be able to match up against the JV squad that was the 49ers last week. But I am going to follow suit in a similar path. But instead of picking them outright, I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles plus seven against San Francisco in the Sunday night matchup. I know the Eagles are a little bit banged up too right now. 
but they still have Carson Wentz. They still have Miles Sanders, still have Zach Ertz. They still have that defense largely intact, which I think is going to be the big key because the thing about the 49ers is with their B squad, with Nick Mullins, with Brandon Ayuk being covered by Slay, with Jarek McKinnon, no Raheem Mostert, with Jeff Wilson, no Tevin Coleman, I know they get George Kittle back, but they are going to have to be able to run the ball in order to consistently move the ball and keep the Eagles off the field. The one thing you can't do very successfully against the Philadelphia Eagles is run the football, especially on the edges. So I think there's going to give them a hard time. I think this might wind up being an ugly game. I think it might wind up being a slow score, a low scoring game. So if you're going to get in the Eagles plus seven at a minus 105 money line, that's going to be my upset pick of the week. Chaz, what do you think about any of those? Two things jumped out at me. One is of all the games, and there's a lot of games on Sunday, and you guys got to pick a lock. You both hit the same game on opposite sides, and that is a perfect reason (laughs) why sports betting is so difficult because think about that. You guys are looking at the same exact game, totally different. It's so true, and it's going to be so fun because, I mean, that's another fun part about it, right? It's about money, but it's also about fun a little bit, so – I'm really excited about this game, Chaz. Well, that's a beautiful thing. I talk to the guys at at Propy all the time because we're doing their contests. And once they're legal, that's what you guys can do. You can do those prop bets between yourselves and not have to give the house any money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Second Uh, thing. One thing, though, Chaz, I'm sorry if I I interrupted on this. I want to talk about this that Dan mentioned because the Ravens and the Redskins – how far football club football club i'm sorry oh i'm sorry the, the washington <laughs> football club i'm so sorry uh faux pas right how far are you pushing this until you're like uh nah like how many points are you giving the football club until you're like nah because <laughs> i'm going pretty high in my mind at least <laughs> Well, I did not have Baltimore last week, though I liked them at uh, against Kansas City. And Mo, who was on our show, said that was the one thing, if you give that kid points, you're crazy. And he was right. But I was so glad that I didn't have it because I had such a great day Sunday that hanging around Monday waiting for one more game would have ruined me. But I didn't bet Baltimore again this week because though – they have lost by 29 points in the last two weeks, the aforementioned previously known as the skins of color. We, um, we went with the team total, and that team total is something that I like when those point spreads are high because those backdoor covers kill you. They go into prevent defense. The only thing it does is prevent you from winning. That's fair. No, it, it is a danger. It's it's in fantasy football we call it garbage time. Uh, it's it's a danger for sure that a lot of times your covers can be blown on that. But I just I to me I'm looking at this game. I see the Ravens getting up by 21, and I see them playing a four minute offense and just running the ball out. I don't see Washington being able to stop them. So that's why I feel so confident, even though it is such a huge line, not something I would normally go with. But that's why I feel confident about that game. Mind. <laughs> Well, they should have a chip on their shoulder, shouldn't you, after that? Yeah. That they were the that, only game on TV. Yep. Yeah. So especially, number two. Especially that club. Yeah, exactly. Number two, the San Francisco play of yours. Of all the games you could have picked Sunday, you're giving <laughs> the same team that kicked your ass last week, you're giving them a chance to kick your ass. I would never do that. I would never come back against the team that beat me. <laughs> never. I would skip the game and move on. Or I might play it in live action, but I would never do what you did. You have a lot of hooks, but. I, 
I, it has to make sense at some point, Chaz. That's what that's what I'm. That's what it boils down to to me. It has to make sense at some point. Last week did not make any sense to me. This game has to. It has to make sense. Look, there's a big hot spot right now under Carson Wentz, under Doug Peterson to start showing some life on this team. And if you go, even though you're going into San Francisco, if you go in that game against a backup quarterback, against a backup team for the most part, and you still don't see anything, they're going to get killed in Philadelphia. I just think they have enough talent to at least be able to, I don't, I'm not picking them to win outright. I learned my lesson with the Giants last week, but giving me plus seven, I just don't see how the, the game is not closer than that, especially given, like I said, the biggest thing is for me, is the Eagles defense should be able to hold the 49ers running game within check enough that I don't think they're going to be able to put up a bunch of points. Well, it did open at three and a half and it's up to seven. So there's a lot of money to move the line double. No, oh, well, yeah, exactly. Um, one more time. I have one more comment. You guys yeah, ever play, ahead. you ever play roulette? That's my favorite. Yeah. Late. I had a lady. I had a lady. I'm sitting next to this lady. And she says, it can't be red again. It can't be red again. It can't, it could always be red again. It could always, always, it could always happen again, Dan. It could always happen again. Always. That's gambling, man. Man, uh, quick story. I went to Lake Charles with some of my guys that I worked with. And I said, look, the first thing we're going to do is I don't care what you guys are doing. I'm putting a hundred on black. I walked in, didn't look at the board. I put a hundred on black and I stayed there for about eight hours. Oh, good for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, roulette's always been one of my favorite games. It's always been the easiest game. You can always kind of win money. There's so many different ways you can bet. And just like sports, there's so many different ways you can bet on sports. Like you said, with the live action, the team totals, with the lines that we talk, that like Chris and I like to talk about, uh, there's just a million different ways. I like the live betting probably the most as far as being able to make money because you're getting data from that actual game while it's going on. So you can kind of, if you're a good judge of football, if you understand football in a, in a, let's say a, not a professional way, but in a a very comprehensive way, then you should be able to set yourself up pretty well as you can see where the momentum is taking you. So I really like that. I've I've listened to Chaz quite a bit when it comes to his live betting tips. Um, I find them invaluable. They're really working well with MLB, too, because pitchers in baseball are such a vital part of the game. And sometimes you just got to wait for them to get to the sixth or seventh inning when they're out. And then you pound on the team total over. I had the Dodgers, the game they they won, I think, 3 nut. It was Clayton Kershaw on the mound. I had their team total at one and a half. They had to score one and a half runs for me to win. And that's how... Because I, I waited and waited and waited, and I laughed because they scored three right away. Literally the next inning, uh, I, my wife goes, what are you doing? I turned the game off. I don't need the game anymore. I won. <laughs> you don't even watch it to see who actually wins the game, Chaz. No, I'm pay I pay attention, but I don't want <laughs> – there's a difference between paying attention to a game and watching a game. You guys know that. I mean, no, yeah, I, yeah. I totally understand. Look, Look, even with football, I, I have to go back. I have to watch it on Game Pass in order to see all the games. Because during Sunday, all I'm doing is watching Red Zone so I can see a little bit of each game before I go into my recap show that Sunday night. So that way I can just kind of dabble a little bit on each thing I saw. So, yeah, it's paying attention and then there's watching. But, I I, I mean, for me, I got to go back. I got to watch Game Pass. I got to see every every single snap. I got to see exactly how these guys are being covered and everything like that in order to be able to come on here and still be able to win. And DFS, although I had a horrible week last week, but that was also because half my lineup got hurt in the first half in the early window of games. It was Deshaun went down and 
Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton did absolutely nothing. And uh, Deontay Johnson had a concussion in the first quarter. But that's going to happen in DFS as well. You're going to set a great lineup, and then you're going to see a bunch of guys get hurt. Or in Chris's case, when we were over his FanDuel lineup, you said it early in the week, and you find yourself like, oh, wait a minute, the Chiefs and the Patriot players and Tennessee players and the Pittsburgh Steelers players, all of a sudden, they're not there anymore. They're not available anymore. You got to go back and you got to change that. And you got to recalculate and reformulate exactly what kind of guys you want in your lineups and what kind of money you have to spend. So it's something you have to keep up on. It's something you have to keep a look at for sure. It's work. I, it's I, work. I, I thought you I had a story for you guys, but I don't. Yeah. So I think that's going to wrap it up. For oh, you got anything else for us? No, no. You know what, guys? Um, no. Let's just keep winning. Let's just keep winning. Yeah. And make sure you're following us along at Belly of Fantasy. Make sure you're following Chaz Flory along at Second Half Chase on Twitter. Uh, give them one more time where to contact you on the Sports Betting Weekly and where they can get your services for that. Yeah, the sportsbettinglessons.com is the site we use. You just go, you put your name and email in, and then we keep in touch with you. We Remember, we've been doing this for seven years, so we talk to all our guys every week. I've got Paolo giving out games and Blackhawk West giving out games and Mo. We talked to Sloppy this week. We have so many handicappers that we know. And really, as you guys understand, when you work together, it's better than working by yourself. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, true. absolutely. Team sports are way better than tennis. <laughs> I can get down with golf though, right? Well, we talked yeah, about it. That, you yeah. know why? I don't play golf. I take that money that you spend on golf and I give it to the sports book. They give me back more than I give <laughs> them. So I can't complain. Chaz, I want to thank you one more time, not just for coming on the show every single week, but also for the providing the giveaway for us to be able to give to our viewers and get that interaction going. One more time, guys, remember, check it out. DC's DFS Challenge Tournament on DraftKings. Hit the link at the bottom. We got the October giveaway coming away. And another special shout-out to Brian A. Killian, 86. We're going to be getting with you. We're going to hook you up with Chaz. We're going to get you squared away with your championshipfootballs.com $100 certificate that you're going to be able to use. Chaz, take care. We're going to see you again soon, my man. All right, buddy. Have a great weekend, guys. Thank you. And that is Chaz Filardi of Sports Betting Weekly. Hey, Chris, we're going to be back. Well, you're going to be back next week. So that's another thing we have to go over before we close out this show. We are, I am not going to be around for the next two Saturdays. Uh, a lot of family stuff going on, a lot of things to celebrate. So Chris here, we're not going to be on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, but he is going to be hosting this show still. will still be going on. You'll still be able to find us on belly up fantasy live you're going to be able to find us on facebook live so both twitter and facebook he's going to be hosting the show you're still going to get all the same great content i'm just not going to be around for the next two saturdays so everybody kind of keep that in mind so remember check it out at belly up fantasy we won't be on wwsrn next week but we will be back in two weeks after that so don't worry we're coming right back to you if you love watching us on this uh, platform. Chris, go ahead one, one more time. Where can everybody find you at, man? Everyone can follow me at Aggie Capasig on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook too, uh, but at Belly Up Fantasy on Twitter. But don't let Dan fool you. October 10th, not his birthday. October 17th, not their anniversary. He's in it for the <laughs> presidential debates like everyone should be. 
you know oh so- yeah absolutely <laughs> i felt well, when you told me those dates dan i was like wait a second these line up with these i gotta i gotta last there with some point, last so. thing in the world anybody wants to watch on television right now uh, you can always find me at Belly Up MDFM Show. Remember, the MD's Fantasy Football Show is on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network from 12 to 1.30 p.m. We will be back there this week. Don't you worry. And you can always check out our podcast. We get to do the recap on Sunday nights and the Monday mornings, and we get you the waiver Wire Report on Tuesdays. Those are available to you on your favorite streaming app. Just search Belly Up Sports' MD's Fantasy Football Show or check it out on the WWSRN app. That's going to do it for us tonight make sure you following chris tomorrow morning he'll be answering your questions live i'll be answering your questions on twitter through social media at belly up mdff show and at belly up fantasy stay tuned guys be safe have fun win some money tomorrow we'll see you again soon